This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Vane Innovations. Welcome to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. Well, we're almost at the big Super Bowl, 2016, fast approaching. Time to cheer on the world's best teams, the players that make it to the big leagues, the big hits against their opponents. No question that the player-on-player impact during these games is exciting to watch. But when the biggest, the strongest, the fastest athletes in the world turn themselves into pretty much human missiles and launch themselves at one another. I mean, it's exciting for us to watch, but there are some serious unintended consequences on that playing field. You know, concussions, traumatic brain injuries. And I have with me on the line Dr. Michael Lewis. He's the founder of the Brain Health Education Center. And you know, I I heard about you, and I want to talk to you about, you know, the NFL, uh, the college uh, leagues that we're seeing, uh, the injuries in, but, you know, what every parent needs to know about symptoms and treatments to prevent sports concussions and traumatic brain injuries. So, Dr. Lewis, welcome to Atlanta Living. Well, thank you, Belinda. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Well, you know, last night I was watching a football game, and I absolutely love football. But I I cringe at at some of the tackles and some of the hits. And it, it's not just football. It's 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 any sport, and it doesn't have to be a sport. You and I were talking before the show. You have a patient where she fell down the stairs at school. So, brain injuries are serious concussions are are life-changing and we need to know the symptoms uh prevention and first of all uh, let's talk about what a concussion truly is well belinda the basically a concussion is when the brain gets shaken inside the skull and so um you know we'll, of course everybody likes to pick on football and we'll pick on football just as as um a way to sort of frame this is even wearing a helmet that may stop a direct impact right on the skull mm-hmm. as opposed to say an elbow to the head uh playing in soccer or uh basketball or falling on the basketball or volleyball court and hitting your head directly um, a football helmet or a hockey uh, helmet can diffuse some of that, but it still doesn't keep the brain from moving inside the skull and potentially hitting the inside of the skull, causing a bruise on the brain. But basically, a concussion, while we don't really have a finite and absolute definite uh, definition of a concussion, you can look at it as essentially like a bruising of the brain uh, through any number of causes. So if someone uh, has had a hit, uh, had a fall, what are the symptoms that they need to look out for to think that maybe they've had a concussion? Well, I, I like to put them, the, con- the uh, concussion symptoms in a couple of different categories. Uh, and so what do I typically see? And these, this holds true whether it's a concussion that happened yesterday or today, uh, or potentially even we were talking about um, uh, football players who, you know, have retired maybe 20, 30 years ago. So it, it, you can have a, 
constellation of symptoms. And what I typically will see is, number one, um, well, not necessarily number one, but headaches are very common. Blurry, when a concussion first happens, okay. you have to be really worried about blurred vision. Or basically, if you look, the best way to diagnose a concussion, and there's really not a good way, but the most important way is for that coach or athletic trainer to essentially know the kids in the game and look them in the eyes and, I'll just say, see if anybody's home. Okay. I, we all kind of know that that when somebody's just not quite right and you look them in the eyes and they're just not quite all there. That's the most important thing. Um, what and, and in that case, you need to pull them out of the game right away. Other problems that I see is just that cognitive issues, sort of that brain fog. That can happen right away. It can be delayed a couple of weeks. Uh, my biggest concern with our youth because there's 44 million kids playing organized sports in the United States uh, every year. My concern with the youth is that you got to say a straight A student, and a couple weeks later they're still struggling in school, and they start to fail classes and fail tests, and that's a real red flag. That's a real concern. The other thing that I see, particularly with older athletes, is their energy levels are just terrible. They just, you know, some of these uh, NFL Hall of Fame kind of guys, they're just they're they're wiped out by one o'clock in the afternoon. They just don't have any energy, and that kind of relates also to sleep. Sleep is a is a big concern. Your sleep patterns get really messed up. So that's those are the types of symptoms that you want to be aware of and need to be addressed as best as we can. So you're saying, Dr. Lewis, that they could have potentially not noticed the concussion right away and gone back in the game and then gone about their merry way the rest of the day and weeks prior, and then it started showing up later. Absolutely. And, you know, everybody's talking about the movie Concussion uh, with Will Smith and Alec Baldwin. And... um, and the movie starts off with the story about Mike Webster, who was the all-pro Hall of Famer uh, center for the Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. back when um, when they won won their first four Super Bowls. And Mike Webster, they estimate, probably had somewhere around seventy thousand hits to the head over his career playing football, and yet never had a single documented concussion. And so. He didn't have any issues while playing football, but 15, 20 years after he stopped playing football is when he just spiraled downhill uh, that led to his death at the age of 50. In your press information, you said it's not a single big knock to a player's head that causes long-term cognitive damage, just like the player you talked about. It's it's Rather, it's a total number of sub uh, concussive hits to the head that the player experiences over the entire career, starting with Pop Warner to the pros, uh, that tells us whether they'll suffer problems later in life in football career or soccer, baseball, whatever it is. Well, I, I, I have to clarify, it could be that single devastating blow. And okay. That, of course, can be, you know, we've seen that on TV. We've seen examples of that, unfortunately. So it can be that. But much, much more common is the Mike Webster type of situation, where it's an accumulation of hundreds and or even thousands or tens of thousands of hits to the head that 
none, not a single one of them was this devastating blow, but it was this accumulation of all those sub-concussive hits can cause issues just as much uh, or more so than that single crazy devastating blow. Okay, what's the first thing a parent, a trainer, a coach needs to do if they're thinking that, yes, I have a concussive child or I have a concussed player? Well, the absolute first thing and most important, and, and we've gotten much better about this at all levels, is you got to pull the kid out of the game. It uh, doesn't matter whether it's basketball or whatever. Um, you, you've got to pull them out of the game because what happens is when you have a, a head injury, the best way to think about it is the metabolism of the brain is gets all revved up because it's you've got an inflammatory process you've got damage and you have inflammation you know trying to get in to repair the damage and so the metabolism of the brain is now running at high speed if you have a second blow on top of mm-hmm. that especially you know typically in the, in the same game where maybe there was a say a concussion that wasn't caught in practice earlier that week just a couple of days before and you have a second blow on top of that that can literally be devastating we call that second impact syndrome and that's really what stimulated a lot of the laws in the high school level um to where you want to pull the kid out of the game so they don't get a second impact on top of that so a great example of that second, the devastation of a second impact is Sidney Crosby, the NHL, probably the best player in the NHL uh, for the last decade or so. He had a significant concussion one weekend, um, this was a few years ago, and was came out of the game, he was having some problems, but he was able to sort of get back, and they did all those tests that we now do, the impact test and so on, Mm -hmm. and they let him play the next weekend. So six, seven days later, he gets back into another game, takes another devastating hit, and it's amazing, but, you know, Sidney Crosby was then out of hockey for 18 months before he could get back into the game. That's how long, with the best care in the world, how long it took him to get back to the game. He kept passing all those cognitive tests, but he wasn't able to keep his balance when he was trying to go at game speed on something that, you know, with ice skating, you've got to have your balance. And so a second blow to the head when you haven't fully recovered from the first one can be truly devastating. Well, tell me about your your work with omega-3 fish oils and what impact that has had on rebuilding the brain, so to speak. Well, when I was on active duty in the Army, I uh, was stationed at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center in, outside of D.C., and I kept seeing these, I'll call them kids, mm-hmm. uh, men and women who... Um, really struggling to deal with these traumatic brain injuries coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan. And tying a couple of things together, um, the Sago mine accident in January 2006, there was um, a terrible explosion in West Virginia uh, in a coal mine. There was one guy that survived, and he was knocking on death's door and they did everything they could for the carbon monoxide poisoning and they were left with the this guy who's 22 23 years old and essentially 
pretty close to being brain dead. And Dr. Julian Bales, who was actually featured in the, the movie Concussion, played by Alec Baldwin, started flooding him with um, high doses of omega-3s, and the guy essentially walked out of the hospital a couple months later. Wow. I, I took that information, and I, and I looked at it and said, I wonder if that would help with these guys coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, and would it help with traumatic brain injury, not just carbon monoxide poisoning? And that's how I got involved in research and then clinical care. And it works fantastic. And I've had hundreds, if not thousands, of patients that have used my um, Omega protocol. And when I retired from the Army, I started a nonprofit, Brain Health Education um, Brain Health Education and Research Institute, or brainhealtheducation.org. Org, G, uh, org, mm-hmm. and I published those protocols on the web to freely for people to use. One for severe traumatic brain injury. So if your kid or a loved one's in a car accident or in a coma, there's one way to do it where you can use the feeding tube mm-hmm. and or and any way you can get fish oil into them. And then more commonly with concussions, I I recommend people try the Omega protocol, as I call it. Pretty high doses, but tapering down, and okay. you get that effect. Stop right there, Doctor Lewis. And okay, but we're going to keep people on the edge of their seats because we're going to explain how to use those omega three uh, fatty uh, fish oils to rebuild your brain after a concussion. Stay tuned. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News ninety five five and AM seven fifty WSB. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. We're talking about concussions and how to prevent and when, sadly, one occurs to uh, you, your child. We have Dr. Uh, Michael Lewis, who is the founder of the Brain Health Education and Research Institute uh, on the line with us, and he's done some fascinating research with omega-3 fish oils, and it's kind of cutting edge, uh, Dr. Lewis, so tell us quickly um, how you would use the omega-3 fish oils to rebuild the brain after a concussion. Well, I, I will look at it in two different ways. One thing is, and I've got a 15-year-old son who plays high school football, so Ooh. this is near and dear to me. Yes, it is. Um, and he, and my whole family, myself included, we don't leave the breakfast table without taking a big dose of fish oil every single morning. So we take four or five capsules of a good quality fish oil, like uh, Nordic Naturals is the product that I like the best okay. uh, because of the quality. Um, and so... We want to try to increase, the, and I've published some stuff, especially with, with Julian Bales on this, that uh, we want to increase the resilience of the brain to withstand injury in the first place. And if that fails, you at least have high doses of omega-3s on board to help the brain recover. Mm-hmm. And I publish on my website, brainhealtheducation.org, um, an omega protocol that starts at 15 capsules or 15 grams of fish oil a day and then tapers down. And typically find within one or two days, people will notice a good improvement. It's not a cure. It's not a drug. But it's providing the nutritional foundation to help the brain heal in its natural way, and I found it to be um, fantastic, and I urge people to check out the website, 
if I could reach any group, I'd love to reach the moms out there who have those teenagers or kids playing soccer or football or so on, and that's how we can change the world. That's how we can make uh, make the world a better place and deal with this concussion epidemic. So we don't have to stop playing sports. Just uh, be smart about it, be safe, and when something happens, know how to treat it as effectively as possible and with uh, Dr. Michael Lewis's um, Omega-3 fish oil protocol, uh, this is possible. So what is that website again, Dr. Lewis? It's brainhealtheducation.org and lots of good information there and um, and sign up for my newsletter while you're on the website. I think it's uh, worthy information for everyone who has uh, somebody out there in the sports world. Thank you so much for the information. Belinda, my pleasure. Anytime. Okay, you're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by FMLS. to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. Well, it's the day before the big game, and I have O.V. Muhaley. He is, well, one of the Atlanta Falcons' famed all-pro fullback and now a network announcer, and he's with us, guys. He was one of the biggest fullbacks in the NFL. O.V. was known for being a power blocker, for being able to pick up blitzes, and for having having one of the best special team minds on the game. And but today we're going to pick his mind about food. I mean, this man knows food. He's 6'1 and weighs 250, pretty good shape there. But OV before a big game like this, when you were playing with the Falcons, how would you possibly get ready as for as far as what you ate to get ready for a big game? Well, you, you can't go into a game hungry, and so you have to make sure that you fuel your body, fuel your muscle, and that involves a lot of protein. And so I love to eat already, and because I work out at so much and we're always practicing and with the games and working out and lifting, I almost had a license to eat whatever I wanted. So I would just load my, my plate up. I got chicken, I had steak, I had fish, I had potatoes, and we even had breakfast there. So I'd take it, me an omelet, some pancakes, French Wow. Fries. I was the guy who had at least two plates, and I had uh, an intern carry a third plate for me. So I used to love the food because I would work it all off. So I got ready for games by having a feast. Okay, so you weren't worried about going out on the field feeling sluggish and too full? No, I wasn't because we ate so early that by the time the game came around, we usually just burn all that off in our pregame stuff and our warm-ups and throwing the ball. So I would, I mean, it worked for me. I may have been a little sluggish, but I always felt great by the time the game started. You look great on the field for the Falcons. You were signed by the Atlanta Falcons in March 2007 and then were a fourth-round draft pick for Baltimore Ravens in, in 2003. Uh, so, but you've kind of taken on a different role. You are... Um, currently on the ACC Gridiron live on Fox Sports as a, a TV announcer but we're going to we're going to talk to you right now about 
how you would put on your Super Bowl party. So are, are you pretty much uh, as good in the kitchen as you are on the gridiron? Well, I like to think I am. Uh, I like to think <laughs> I have a little more experience on the gridiron playing since middle school, high school, college, and 10 years in the NFL and getting a chance to, to play against uh, Hall of Famers like Ray Lewis and with Hall of Famers like Tony Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. I have a little more experience on the football field, but I have a passion for food and a passion for making food uh, uh, look good, taste good, making you feel good. So I love a chance to work on these big game parties and get all my family and friends together to enjoy each other and the game day spread. Because playing the game, you didn't get to see that part of it. Oh. Have, no, it was much different. Absolutely. I used to actually drive by the tailgaters and see them making all that food and hear about all these uh, 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 game parties and, and wish I was there. But they probably wish they were where I was on on the field, being the one everyone was watching. So it's uh, best of both worlds. I got a chance to play the game, not get a chance to enjoy it from behind the scenes and behind the, the screen and actually not feeling beaten up and bruised in the morning. So that's a win-win for me. <laughs> that is a win-win. Well, it depends on what you're serving at the party, if you feel beat up or not. We'll get to that in a minute. But are you a uh, a snacky dip kind of guy? Do you have like to have lots of dips, or do you like to have lots of meat on the table? I'm a, I'm a man's man. I like meat. I, I like grilling. I like, all, like I said, just, just like when I was playing football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have all types of barbecue, all types of chicken, all types of steak, uh, even some fish out there, and throw in tacos. Wow. And you name it, I like it. I'm a variety person, so I like to have a lot of variety. So I think there's nothing wrong with having too much food, because you rather have too much than too little. Okay, so you let the guest eat throughout the party, not just during halftime. Yeah, absolutely. People are going to be hungry. When people get hungry, they get grouchy, they get grouchy, they get testy, and they ruin the whole environment. You want that positive vibe. You want people who are too full, maybe ready to sleep or, you know, relax and just chill out, have a, a good vibe. So the food starts the second they hit the door. Okay, and so what's on your menu this game? Well, on my menu this game is not the traditional stuff. Or actually, I'm going to say not only traditional stuff. Okay. We're going to have your burgers, we're going to have your brats. But I love adding Sabra hummus to the menu because Sabra hummus, it's quick, it's easy, it's delicious, and it really makes you stand apart. And don't take my word for, word for it about how good Sabra hummus is. It's the official dip sponsor of Super Bowl 50. That's a huge honor. And I think that Sabra hummus got that because they come in over a dozen flavors, and it goes great with everything. It I does. Mean everything. You have your carrots, your chips, your crackers. You can even put it on pizza or favorites like chicken wings or burgers. For me, there's nothing you can't put Sabra Hummus on and get a positive result. And if you want to be a little more health conscious, you can also swap out Sabra Hummus for mayonnaise in your egg salad or potato salad. That's a great idea because I don't like mayonnaise. <laughs> Same here. I don't like, uh, who created mayonnaise? I think it's the Antichrist. <laughs> I'm not a mayonnaise fan either, so I'm all about the hummus. All right. What's your, what's your go-to drink? Are you are you going to create a specialty cocktail? Or are you just a beer guy? Well, I have my beer guys, and I have my, my wife and her friends who like uh, white wine, red wine, and all the wines in between. But, again, if you want to add another element to your party, I love pomegranate or Palm Wonderful 100% pomegranate juice because it really puts you ahead of the game by allowing you to make some mocktails or cocktails. Mm. Dress it up, dress it down. 
say if you're a Panther fan, I have a, what I call Palm Panther, which is you add a little vodka, add some blueberry juice, add some Palm Wonderful, and you have your Palm Panther. Or if you're a Broncos fan, you can have some lemonade, some sparkling water, maybe some orange juice for color, and you have your Palm Pony. So whether it's a Palm Pony or a Palm Panther, either way you get the antioxidant goodness that comes with Palm Wonderful. So I think it's a great thing where everybody can, can benefit. I even uh, drink it before and after I work out. Palm is one of those things that you drink it every day, but you feel the effects for a lifetime. And it's an antioxidant, like you said, so you're doing a good thing for your body. Okay, Absolutely. does does OV have a sweet tooth? You know OV does, and, and <laughs> OV always talks about stuff in the third person when it comes to chocolate <laughs> and his sweet tooth. I, I, I love all things chocolate. My wife says it's because uh, I look like chocolate, but, but <laughs> I, I think that chocolate cakes, chocolate cookies, chocolate pies, all things chocolate is a wonderful thing. I can smell it out if it's in a room. I'm going to find it. I'm going to eat it. So you better get your fill before I get mine. Okay. Anything chocolate That's put on the table. Yes. Okay. So what what are some little things that you do at your house that make that, that Super Bowl table extra special that, that our listeners can take from the Master OV? Well, uh, it's, it's fun to have a, a big game party and enjoy the, the music, the friends, the camaraderie. But it's also fun to do right by the next generation and by the environment and recycle. So you're going to have a lot of plastics at your party. My wife usually has a lot of plastics at our party because it's, it's easier for her to clean up. Oh, yeah. Messes, not as much dishes. So you have plastics, but you have to recycle these plastics in the right way. People don't know that almost everything can be recycled. Drink jugs, beverage mm-hmm. bottles, containers, jars, even caps and lids. All your used plastic packaging, they want to go on and live another life as maybe kitchen tools, clothes, or even carpet. That can only happen if you make sure you and your guests recycle on your big game, your big game party and every day. And you have to keep in mind, though, some things you can't recycle at the curbside. You have to take to the grocery store or to the retailer. Stuff like product wraps and bags, like the produce bags or the outside plastic wrap that maybe your paper towels or your toilet paper comes in, stuff like that, that goes straight to the grocer. And they have drop-offs in over 18,000 locations. So you got to be right and do the right thing. Look at O.V. Muhaley giving back the planet to the next generation and always thinking. And you have a foundation that you started that emphasizes assisting um, the next generation and taking responsibility and and being eco, eco-friendly and eco-athletes. Absolutely. It's uh, the O.V. Muhaley Foundation. We use sports to promote sustainability. And it's a big part of my life. But before we go, i got to tell you about these chips I love. They're the Garden of Eaton uh, bowls, tortilla chips. And they're fashioned in a fun shape, have a sturdy texture, and they're, they're perfect for dips because they don't break off. Isn't that the worst when you dip it in and you lose half of it? I, I can't stand it, but th- these chips are wonderful because they're kosher, gluten-free, no artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. They're also made of organic whole corn kernels and non-GMO ingredients, so you've got to love that. Well, Ovi, it's been uh, great talking to you and be watching for you on the ACC Gridiron Live on Fox Sports. And dare we ask who you're rooting for, who you have a, a gut feeling about in this game? You may dare ask, and the answer will be the Carolina Panthers. I think that Cam Newton is on a mission. He's going to win it all. 
Cam Newton's always on a mission, and if you get in that kid's way, he's going to mow right over you. And now, where can we get more information on these uh, things that you've talked about and some of the drink specials that you've given? For more information, go to tipsontv.com. TipsonTV.com. Well, it's been an absolute delight, and it's wonderful watching you in Atlanta when you played for the Falcons. Thanks for making the home team proud. Thank you. All right, Ovi. You've been listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Remember, Super Bowl tomorrow. His team is Carolina Panthers. Let's see if he's right. You're listening to Atlanta Living. Hey, welcome back, y'all, to Atlanta Living. It is time for Breaking Chews, our weekly check-in on all the -the up-to-the-minute breaking news about local restaurants, chefs, and festivals. I'm here with my favorite foodie correspondent, David Danzig of the website BitesAndSights.net, also a food writer for Atlanta Social Season Magazine, and, of course, BelindaSkelton.com. David, the west side of Midtown is not slowing down. No, and that's your hood, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so the west side buzz, I mean, it just feels like it's almost kind of just getting started, but there's so many great restaurants over there now, and there's a new one called Oku Sushi, and it really kind of amps up the volume of that buzz in a big way. Um, Oku is Japanese for oak, and it's this is a beautiful restaurant from the Indigo Road restaurant group. They're out of Charleston, and they're the ones who brought Oak Steakhouse and Coletta up to Avalon oh, okay. in Alpharetta. So the dining room of Oku, um, it's just sort of a wash in these dark woods. There's this kind of exposed brick. The lighting is very sleek. Um, the soundtrack, the music, it's kind of this hypnotic, loungy mm. um, vibe. The the sushi bar and the bar, they're, they're just bustling with this energy. It's pretty sexy overall, I would say. So it's a pretty hot spot. The food upholds that end of the bargain as well. Um, I think both sushi purists like me and newbies, they're going to be happy like you. They'll be happy. The sushi is sashimi. It's beautiful cuts of exotic fish. Um, You know, the fatty tuna, the toro, the otoro, the sea urchin, the uni, the fresh crab. Um, Really beautiful pieces. Um, they have specialty rolls. They're like little modern works of art. Um, and, and they've got gorgeous hot plates as well. So a, a, a lot of different Japanese cuisine to try there. I've got a bunch of photos up at BelindaSkelton.com. You can kind of get a, a sense of the whole vibe there. And then if you want to try Oku Sushi, I've got a couple of Clark Howard style suggestions. <laughs> they currently do a sushi happy hour. They do half off rolls in certain sushi from 5 to 7 o'clock. Oh. That's Mondays and Wednesday nights. And then they have a late night sushi happy hour from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. That's Thursdays through Saturdays, so if you're out and about. So in a month, they're also going to open this rooftop patio. I took a sneak peek. It's got a beautiful uh, view of the Midtown skyline, so definitely buzzworthy place oku sushi over on the west side check it out i have been dying to try it so now it's definitely on my list okay where can we find you during the week find me at bitesinsights.net follow me on social media and all this again is at belindaskelton.com and you can take me to the to the sushi place you got it okay you've been listening to atlanta living only on news 95.5 and am 750 wsb depend on it
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.